0: what's up everybody Ryan ATX metal podcast back again with another episode and in this episode we are going to go back in time and visit with a band called Thumbscrew I sat down with two of the members Daniel and Steven and I could not have asked for a more wholesome. I mean sitting in the room with these guys and getting to know them getting to know their their tw- their 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 20 year ago selves and the passion that it took and the level of dedication that it took to keep a band like that together from all of the horror stories from traveling to getting to open up for Between the Buried Me and Mastodon because they had broke down in Virginia and they needed to gig to get money to get back it just passing around a cold can of green beans and blown out tires and it just man i i'm I, you know just sitting there listening to those guys i had to check back in with myself just to remind myself that you know i was actually interviewing them instead of just listening to some documentary about a about a metal band from the early 2000s but i wanted to read a little excerpt from their from their Spotify artist get-to-know page or whatever, written by a very good friend of the podcast, Robert Dean. I'll just read a little bit, and and then we'll get after it. There's a cruel irony in the times before the internet became what it is now. So many bands slipped through the cracks, from the early rock and roll days to hardcore bands tearing their lungs out with every howl as an affront to God, Thumbscrew included. This should stand as a testament, a moment in time, a reflection of what was, but also what could have been. Thumbscrew was more than just a quote-unquote good band. They were five guys focused and intent on killing everyone. As soon as those lights dimmed and it was time to play, they were never anything but absolute fucking chaos. And I, I'll just leave it there. Shout out to the sponsors. Come and take it live. Come and take it productions. Y'all know what to do. Buy your tickets from the locals. April 27th. Thumbscrew has their last show that is known of going down April 27th. Acadia Bar and Grill in Houston, Texas Mammoth Mammoth Fest 3. Noisy Neighbors, Steak Sauce Mustache, The Green Leaves, No Quarter, Never Rest, The God Awful Truth, The Kidnapped Soundtrack, Mouth Breather, And thumbscrew. So if you've never seen them, if you missed the reunion show, this is your chance. This is your last chance. That we know of. So without further ado, here is Thumbscrew. What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back with a special episode here with Thumbscrew. That's right. Thumbscrew in the house. I'm actually in Thumbscrew's house. And I got to say, this is not what I expected when you compare the music to the house that I'm in right now. <laughs> go around the room, introduce yourself, what you do in the band, and then we'll just go from there. Doesn't matter who starts.
1: Uh, Steven, guitar. Daniel.
0: Okay. So we got Steven and Daniel. What do you guys do in the bin? Oh, you oh, just, just said that. Bin, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I <laughs> have not been smoking <laughs> or drinking because yeah. I'm on a sabbatical because I'm trying to get a job. But Good anyway, so we talked a little bit before this and you guys said that this was more of a farewell sign off kind of thing. But you just wanted to give it one last hurrah um, for those that don't know Thumbscrew as intimately as some do, such as myself. Give us a rundown of. Just, just like a quick bio: how it started, how long it's been a thing, any iterations thereof. Just, just basically, what is thumbscrew?
2: Yeah, I think this this whole thing started in in high school with uh, myself, Poopy, Derek, Poopy, Poopy had um, well, who's Poopy? Poopy's the drummer. Okay, oh, Poopy's yeah, our sorry. drummer. Yeah, <laughs> <a> drummer. <laughs> Daniel and Poopy. Gotcha. Trying to trying to recollect how it all all worked, but. Poopy and I were best friends in, in high school, all through uh, grade school, really. But um, in, in, in high school, my, my father is a musician. He plays drums. He And Poopy took an interest in, in drums. And he was also like the first kid I've ever met at school that like was into hard rock music um, at the time as well. So we clicked on that. Um, he took an interest in drums. I was really into like football and, and thought I was going to, you know, be in the NFL one day and, and get a scholarship and, <laughs> and go that route. Um, so, it, you know, music really wasn't uh, anything I was too much interest, uh, interested in. Um, although I grew up playing drums just because of my father. Um,
0: and what time frame is this? What, what year? Shit, this would take. have been 99.
2: Yeah. 95, 96, 97, 98. Okay. So like your high, your high school. Days. Yeah. High school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Early high school. Hmm. Yep, and so um, I don't know. It's probably around our our junior year of high school, maybe junior, yeah, sophomore year of high school. Um, Poopy was saying like, "Yo, my my cousin's playing guitar too," and we're like, "Okay, well, like, but the, they started jamming, and then um,
0: Poopy and your cousin,
2: and yeah, my cousin, okay. yeah, Poopy's so, cousin, Poopy's not his, cousin. Oh, Poopy's, Poopy's cousin, cousin, Poopy's cousin, Derek." Yeah, get all the strings
0: attached. Yeah, yeah. Derek, the yeah.
2: Guitar player, and um, yeah. Anyway, so they started jamming, and, and I started, you know, just because I was hanging out. I, I don't really know how I got into the mix, but I I know that I was really into football. I got hurt uh, mm. on, on one of those years. Yeah, that would have been my my junior year. I got hurt, and I think I kept like blowing them off for a little bit. You know, hey, I I'm I'm good. I'm playing football that didn't work out when I got hurt. And so finally, uh, Derek was like, you just need to play bass for us. So did. And so I joined, originally I was the bass player, thumbscrew. So it was us three. We ended up getting Matt. We had another guitar player at the time too, um, but we but we got our singer, Matt. Matthew joined the band. We had a little five piece. The other guitar player eventually left. We stayed the four piece, kept jamming um, recorded a couple demos Our our really, first really demo, demo Yeah. Our, we, well, our first demo and when we started, you know, just kind of getting out, I think by that point we were like seniors in high school and, and getting to shows or maybe even our parents were taking us to shows. And is this, uh, in, where's K- this taking Killeen. place at? Colleen. Okay. Yeah.
0: Colleen. So, so just knowing Colleen is a military town that was that? Was your father in the military or you just lived there? My grandparents were in the
2: military. Gotcha. And so both of my parents met each other and they just never moved. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Poopy got there because of the military. His his father was in the military.
1: Mother too, right? Was his mother too?
2: Nah. Or just not. Nah. She went later. Yeah. So, so I, just, I think at this point we're like senior year of high school. We're we're starting to 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 play, you know, starting to drive to Austin and Temple and Waco and Dallas and starting to jam. We had the band played with this this badass band back in the day, who they were older dudes, really took us under the wing, um, but a band called Everyday Hate. And I think two, two of the members are from Taylor,
1: which is where I'm from, Taylor, Texas. okay. Leroy and uh, Lennon, their brothers drummer. Uh, Leroy was the guitar player singer, and Lennon was the drummer, and I was in the same grade high school with Lennon. okay. Um, and he knew I played, I wasn't in any bands or anything like that. I would just mess around. And he had told me, Hey, there's this really good band. You need to come check out thumbscrew thing. It was so, so they had a show at the flamingo cantina in Austin, oh, uh, man. I was, at, yeah, I just got that. back okay. from Boston. <laughs> um, I was living in Waco, I think at the time for whatever reason. And, uh, Oh, I was going to school and, um, <laughs> I went and checked them out and I really enjoyed it. They were really good live. Um, and I think within maybe a month or so I was practicing with them. And that's how I got into the band. Yeah. I think point.
2: he like came to our, we were practicing in a storage shed and we we're like off oh, Stan Schluter. Yeah. Man. I was like, got, got him to come fucking play. And he got in there and he like, just fucking blew our minds. We're like, fuck, like, duh. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yeah. you just, you just know at that point in time, you're like, okay, this, this is the way
3: this is the, like, forward. I
2: think like,
0: I, I think for the band, right? Like,
2: Killeen, Texas, right? It's very limited, but we, we had kind of started to, to get into, um, some of those like really underground bands, A.O. Embodiment. Society. Of solid state. Yeah. Stuff. A lot of solid state stuff. Um, but when we met him, you know, and, and there was roughly, you know, you, you hear like Dillinger and shit like that, but then you meet him and then it's like, damn, this dude's playing that shit that really kind of changed things, I think right for us, especially for like our, our band um, to be able to introduce that, that, that piece of it. And then it was like, Oh wow. Like now the whole writing structure was different. Um, I think it still all happened pretty organically. It wasn't like, it never, ever felt like there's a new guy in the band. I got you. Um, Not that I could remember. It's fairly, really organic but yeah it just took it to a whole nother level and i think it was always that like we wanted to be like that heavy or or try to explore that kind of stuff but we just never could really get over that hump and yeah this guy joining the band fucking did it
0: so you're saying with the addition of steven yeah it changed the sound or the direction i think it just involved evolved. Yeah.
1: quicker i think they i think they were going to get there anyways they kind of had like a very Seven Dusty, like early Seven Dust vibe. They had a, I mean, they were getting heavier. The EP they put out was amazing. Didn't sound like a lot of stuff that was going out there, but it was still not to what it would would become. I think, it, I think we just needed each other to figure out that whole thing. Because, like you said, when we got in the room together, it just kind of clicked. It was like we knew each other. We all, it wasn't like I just, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't know these guys at all. But it, you would think that we grew up together because immediately we, we, yeah. we clicked and we just were finishing each other's musical sentences so to speak we would just start writing stuff and i think it's like um just when you put something in that just unlocks everything ever and something and everybody else it was just that one piece that we all needed to be in the same room you know captain planet style you know we all had to get together all and
0: powers combined
1: exactly and, and i think that's what it was i don't think it was just like oh you know they sounded like you know fuel before I came in all of a sudden, and all which yeah. I love Fuel, yeah. but, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like, okay, and then Steven's in here and he's writing all the songs and this is why we sound that way. It's nothing like that at all. It was just, they needed that one last puzzle piece to to, to see the picture and, sure. and that's
2: where we went off with it. Yeah, and then, um, so we did that for a little while and I think, I wanna say we, we did like a little three or four day run of, of show dates here in Texas and, our singer at the time. Well, we we put out an album in between oh, yeah. this time record, before yeah. that.
1: We recorded at Music Lab, but when Music Lab before the Tesla, yep, they're all now Elmo. Yep. We recorded there. Um, the album was called Rebirth. That was the first one when I was involved, and we uh, put that out. So that you could hear the the what it would become. You could start to hear that a little bit, but so we put that out all together as a five piece. Then when we were touring off of that, doing some stuff, I think that's where where you were about to pick up, right? Yeah. The- does
0: that? I'm sorry. Does that? uh does that exist anywhere online?
1: Uh, only with us in the archives. Yeah, Ooh. the in, first two in, EPs in, in are not vault. out like okay. out there. I mean, yeah, because if these- you get one of us up, you could probably get it. I know some people have messaged us, um, and and I've we found it or forwarded it to some people because for a little while we didn't have it anywhere. But it's not out like on Bandcamp or Spotify or anything right. like
0: that. Somewhere buried on some like yeah. archive.net or something. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. get
1: at us, we, we'll, I'm sure we can figure deep, out a way to get to Deep in the you. vault.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the only thing that's online currently that I could find is on Spotify, mm-hmm. that's which the is the
1: only... the last two,
0: okay,
2: releases that that Thumbscrew put out.
0: So you yep. guys are gigging, you guys are touring off the first album that you guys put together. Are you the, saying? Yeah, it would remember. be our like
2: yeah, like this yeah, the second album with, but his first with mm-hmm. us, um, and then our singer Matthew picking up a lot of momentum too. We were doing really well all
1: yeah. over. Oh, quick,
0: there. I want to ask since we're talking. <clears throat> Late 90s, early 2000s, right? Early
1: 2000s when I got in the band. About 2002, I think I yeah. might have been, joined okay. the band.
0: So sending files back then was not a thing.
2: No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so- I, I think we actually got like a big, what is that? What was that called? Like a big block. Like it, it, it almost looked like a, um, like a a fucking shit. What do they call that? What, what came before tapes? It was the uh, eight eight-track. uh, tracks. It almost was like an eight track, but I think it, I don't remember what it was yeah. called, but it was a it was a huge tape. Okay, and and nobody had a machine to fucking play that except for, music lab mm-hmm. or or you know anybody who was doing any sort of like musical engineering, um. But like that was the master, you know, that so, tape so, or
0: something like that. I think yeah, it was dad,
2: yeah. Back so before,
0: so what I'm trying to I'm just, what I'm trying to piece together is like, what was practice like?
1: <laughs> it was all it was five <laughs> of us, five of us in a storage unit, a literal st- storage unit outside of since off Stan Schluter, um, we just would get in there all hot, cold, there was no insulation. We were sweating our asses off or freezing our asses off. We would just get in there and make noise. We had to, you know, we couldn't, you know, like how we do now, like, Hey, do you guys text, hey, check out this idea <laughs> I got? Do you like it? Yeah. It was, we were there in it doing it together and we may have had like little tape recorders or stuff like that to remember the ideas, but
0: it was just all five of us in a room together. Yeah. You couldn't like take out your iPhone and like put in notes <laughs> or like you know, hum a ditty in your, you know, uh, I think I I
1: carried around a little bit, you know, a little micro tape 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 recorder back in the day. We would hum stuff, you know, like we were driving or, you know, if we had an idea that, and that's what we would come back and then figure out off of listening to this little. I think about
2: 75% (laughs) of our music was probably hum.
1: Very much so. Yeah, very. Yeah. We would hum in the car or sessions. coming back from shows or, you know, going to shows we would yeah there was a lot of hum sessions going on there. A lot of yeah, for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. I can hey, play
2: this. <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> that's that's how we yeah, wrote very
1: much so.
0: Yeah cuz whenever it, that's the one thing that I really like to uh, the the thought process because when you cuz I'm not a musician but I love I love that there's people like you and all the millions and millions of artists out there that just create really, really cool ass content and good sounds, whether you like it or not. It's the fact that you can, in your head, think about, oh, and then translate that to, you know, whatever, whatever musical instrument you play. And then you all get in a room and then you're like, okay, this one, you know, the you come in. And then I just, I think it's a really cool talent. I, I think it's a superpower, honestly, that you guys can just,
1: what you just did is literally how most of the songs <laughs> are were done. Yes, someone would some come. Pops. Yeah, you have it. Yeah, you just need somebody to translate. translate. But a lot of that is how it, someone would come in with an idea, and it's like a yeah. dun, 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 or a drum beat, or a, you know, yeah. a, you know, a rhythm, and then we would just build off of that. And when we were in the practice room, it's kind of one idea kind of sparked the you know, this is it just feels natural to go here or go right. here or do this, and then
0: there you go. So more or less, you guys would get into the get into the 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 space, the jam space. And and honestly just present your ideas with each other and then just kind of flow from there. I mean, still still done the same way now, but just in a more it's definitely more refined than back <laughs> then.
1: But yeah, it would just be like, Hey, I have I thought of this cool idea. Or it could be literally one note or one rhythm, yeah. and then that would spark his, you know, Daniel come up with an idea or I had this idea that would go with this, and then Poopy or, you know, Derek and Matt, we would all I got gotcha. you. Just kind, of, yeah. It was a group effort. There was never a hey. I got this entire masterpiece done. That we, you know, it was never like that. I don't I wrote think it was I, shit
0: last week. You yeah, I don't,
1: I don't think. I don't think any of our songs were ever written in in a complete by one person and then presented to everyone. It was just like,
2: here is an idea. I have this breakdown. or have this. Idea. That's probably the biggest difference from like today versus yesterday, which is just like back then. You jam, 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 and you most likely play those songs a few times live, right? Mm-hmm. Before ever going to the recording studio. And now it's like, they, they can go do sessions. I don't have to be there or vice versa. And then they can get stuff recorded. They can send demos to me. I, you know, I have a demo.
1: Well, we didn't have now. much going on either. We like, that was the band was our life. There was no yeah, yeah, responsibility. That, so we I could, was going to say yeah.
0: that was the other question to that was at that time in your lives, what was going on? Cause like for me, I was, I was in the military, Mm -hmm. I you know, I just off doing, you know, fucking whatever, but yeah, I
2: think we had like, you know, a normal, like your first job or something, you know, like, but yeah, that was, that's all we did. Paying
1: hourly jobs. We practiced multiple times a week, which is, that's a big difference too. We had the time to, right. We could be, you know, we didn't have people that you got to be home now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta no one really there. counting on you. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Except the no, man. no, exactly. So that was our. I mean, we were brothers at that time. That's all we did. We, you know,
0: and we if we were, weren't
2: practicing, we were probably hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: it, do you
0: do you think? And we and I just I've never asked this question. It just kind of popped in here. Do you think, in your guys' opinions, back in the day, do you think that bands were more tight knit than they are today, due to the fact that you had to almost you were almost forced to, you know, keep that connection and go to the jam I, space and all that.
1: I think so. I don't think there's, I don't see how it couldn't be. Cause we have to be in right the space. We couldn't, like I said, we couldn't, I'm not sitting on the couch and I just came up with this cool idea. Let me shoot record it. it real quick and I can shoot it to the guys. Do I need to keep working on this or not? Like we have to wait to, you know, the next time. And you know, we toured together a lot where we rode together. We live, some of us live together sometimes together. Oh. So, you know, We there was no choice but that, and all we had and all we wanted to do was this. You know, we didn't have any other, and not that we wanted to make it big, but we just want to play in this band and and do this for as long as we can.
2: You know, so you certainly had your you know Dio's and Megadeths and Metallica, right? You know, like every band has that. I just think today it's probably a little bit easier to kind of make it all work. Like you don't necessarily like. There's so many bands that you know either been put together or just make it without being best friends these days i think but like i think back then yeah you probably had to enjoy you really had to have some skin in the game well and you also had to like the
1: people some i mean we they, don't get me wrong we had our arguments and there were times that all of us wanted to really hate each other maybe <laughs> some of us more than others but you really have to enjoy the person or at least love them enough to okay i, I want to yell at you i want to kick you in the face but right what we're doing here is important more important than this little tiff that we have so
0: um, Let's put this in the music and then work it out. That's and I think floor. that's
1: what a lot of it was. Like we would literally, I mean, we were all under the age of, you know, drinking, obviously we partake, but we were under that age. So we were still, we weren't men yet. We were still trying to figure things out. We were very much like brothers in the
2: fact of how we argued or how we would. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a very real like relationship, like a brotherly love. I, I think. Know,
1: and looking back on it now, maybe like back then, obviously we probably didn't recognize the. What we what we had and stuff then but we there was a lot i mean the the amount of time we spent in cars together i mean just the discussions we'd have was you know it, it, it uh, uh, us growing up you know we a lot of that was because of this band
0: the second family
1: yeah yeah and what I mean
0: and for some first
1: yeah you know and when that- you when you were sitting in a car van suburban with no ac no heat <sighs> in the middle of iowa in the winter, winter. <laughs> Windows don't roll down. Oh, this is a real story. Yeah. Windows don't roll up. We're passing like a can of green beans cold between each other. You know, (laughs) that's on tour. You know, that's
3: what you do. You know, and
1: we, I mean, I mean, we didn't for one second, like, this is a stupid, we we should just go home. Like, nah, we're, we'll get to the where we're supposed to be. Like, let's cuddle each other, (laughs) take, you know, I mean, you don't think there was no second guessing on. We were going to make it to the next show. We're going to cuddle we'll hold each other. We got, we got this. You no, know what I've, I'm saying? I've,
0: I've, I've shared many a tent with my brothers in arms. I remember sleeping in five deep in a three-man tent outside of some city in Iraq. And
1: mm. Yeah. And, it's kind of, it, I mean, obviously your, your, your situation is much more serious than ours. Course, ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's in the same aspect, right? Like we're, if one of us, doesn't eat, then none of us eat. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. If one of us can afford a cheeseburger, then all f- we're all, you know, splitting that cheeseburger. Everything's and
0: divisible by four. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And, and, and any, you know, anything we had goes into the band, everything we do is for the band. So and
0: I'm sure that. that still carries over today. I mean, you guys are obviously still friends. You're still, you know, gigging and doing stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah. Like even, you know, we, we've had members come and go and, and yeah, we're still best buds today. And
1: even the ones that did that left early, which was the story he was kind of getting to before.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Let's get back to that. Sorry.
1: So we did our tour. We started getting some momentum. There was some, there's some chatter of things happening, but we just, we were so just wanted to do everything ourselves. This is just for the fun of it. We didn't really take, I don't think we took some of the opportunities that we possibly could have had very seriously. We kind of just thought if it happens, it happens. You know, we, we didn't, we probably could have pursued things more. Um, in in hindsight, but we were torn doing things. We did a, sh- we did a festival down South. What was that? Victoria, Victoria. Victoria yeah. With like 18 visions bleeding through Throwdown. It, throw down. It throw was, a, it oh. was a, and we did really, it was, that was a lot. I think Evelyn might've played.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. They did.
1: Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. Up. It was great. It was a great, we did great. I thought that we, you know, remember, that's what we opened up with Uh, 43% burnt did a little cover it of did, it. Yeah. Um, But anyways, We did that. It went great. Everyone. I think everyone was very high spirits. It was great. But our singer was kind of had been drifting for a while at at the time. And that was, I think, for whatever reason was that he just was done. Like not really with the band yet, but he was he wanted to go home. And we were way far away from home. Long story short, we get left with the equipment. In Victoria? Yeah. Daniel and I. And JP might have been with JP, his cousin. That was like our. Brody, um, genius. We get left there. We don't really have anything. We didn't have a place to stay. We didn't have, you know, like, so we had to go find a place to stay. In the meantime, our equipment gets stolen. All the, I think a couple, like a guitar and maybe like a hi hat stand, like everything
2: pretty I think much got Derek stolen. Derek broke his guitar. And so that's why the guitar was there. That was like the only thing they didn't take. I, mean,
1: I think a hi hat stand that was broken as well. But either way, yeah. all of our stuff got stolen. That kind of started a little thing. Um, we got, we got over it though. It wasn't, I mean, it, it was kind of like, why did y'all leave this stuff? there? it was like, y'all left us here literally in <laughs> Victoria where we, but that next day or the couple of days later, we had another show and yeah. that's where Matt, our singer was like, this is my last show. It yeah, was to go. And then it was
2: like, okay, well, we don't want to cancel the show. We and-
1: had a lot of shows lined up. Like I said, we were gaining momentum with things going on. And, and then he just dropped this on us. So it wasn't even like a, Hey, I'm gonna finish this, this, this run out with you guys. He was like, this is it's just, I'm out. Yeah it was like, I'm done. He, 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 and it was fine. You know, as that relationship we had as brothers and stuff, we understood, like we didn't want a minute half ass in it, it, you know? So, but it did put us in a predicament. So we thought, well, we got two guitar players and a bass player. This dude don't do nothing. So you can sing. <laughs> and yeah. um, that's what happened. So our next, the following show was at the door, I think in Dallas yeah, or somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in Deep Dallas, Dallas in yeah, Deep Deep Elm, some, somewhere. So we definitely didn't want to, cancel those shows. You know, we want th- these aren't like, you know, you're there's some run, you know, hole in the wall. This was so we go up there as a as a four-piece with two guitar players, no bass player, because nobody wants to see a bass player sing yeah, that's- while he's <laughs> playing. So so Daniel's up work. there. And we have some footage of that. I, I think that's Pretty your first sure. show.
2: Yeah, I th- definitely think it was my first show. Yeah.
1: And it 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 was very raw. His vocals were good, but it was that's when it really took the turn to the thumb that you know today is when he got on vocals
2: okay okay yeah and i don't think i definitely didn't do that thinking like oh this is a long-term thing no. you know i i i my, my thinking was just like oh okay we're we're gonna get through these shows and then we can like assess like you know figure out find a new vocalist right right and then it was just like nobody else was looking for a vocalist except for me and so
3: <laughs> well it became
1: more evident to the rest of us that he was the dude you know like he, i mean like this was his band. He was one of the guys that started it. His vocals sounded great, and it only got better. His right. stage presence got better and better as he got, because he would, he was more nervous when he was behind the bass than when he didn't have, you know, he didn't have nothing to hide behind. But once that started to shed, he like he became the the vocalist that he is now, just like and a just, cicada
0: shedding and molting. <laughs> yeah, Which and side that. note, but random shit I heard on the way over here, just a little. <clears throat>. Apparently, this in Texas or in the Midwest and whatever the 13 and 17 year cicadas are going to come out of the ground and it's, it's going to be, be crazy. Billions mm-hmm. of these things. Aren't we yeah. on
2: tour one year and, yeah, that, and you know, that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so In there you Virginia, go. That's how right? long ago and we it, were. A little, yeah. little, yeah. Around, little yeah. nature fun fact. Yeah. 17 years ago was. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. We, yeah. So like I said, it became evident that he was the right guy for the, like, we didn't need nobody else. And, and like, we started, I think we were at, at that time too, we were constantly writing things and ideas and it kind of slowed up the idea for like, Hey, we can't, write a new song because we had a phone with a vocalist but he just started writing parts for those new ones and then we started playing the new ones live and then i think we did a
2: demo or two uh, beauty is you dead and some other stuff um yeah and then it, like on the on that recording right it was just like okay well i'll just play the bass part and you know that we didn't we didn't stop it just kept going mm-hmm. and and so i don't even i don't even remember the next time we i think when we came out with all is quiet. Or when we started to record, all is quiet. We started thinking about, okay, what if we we, we get a bass player? You know, maybe, maybe it's time to introduce a bass player, right? Like, let's go back to yeah. A five the whole piece. time we
1: didn't. We just went. It was just two guitars and no bass player. The, we had yeah. That was it. Yeah, because we had to, already
2: wrote like four of the songs that were going to be on All Is Quiet. And y'all and, backtracked the bass before it was popular. <laughs> actually, <yeah.
1: laughs> what I would just actually what I did what I yeah. did is just play through a guitar rig and a bass. Yeah, just to kind of get some of the lower end of the register, oh. but it didn't. But that's yeah, that's what we would do. We didn't have any. So a little uh, stage
0: magic just yeah, to give it yeah. a little. It was just more, yeah. more
1: noise. Yeah. Punch. yeah, you know, and obviously what we were doing wasn't you. It the the noise and the 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 franticness of it didn't. You didn't lose like oh, I don't hear no low end over here. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, uh, uh, like you know, we we tuned to drop B, so we were already kind of a little low. Um, but it, it didn't lack. You know, from what we were doing, and you know.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think between, like, when Matthew left to, you know, at the present point, right? Like, Thumbscrew's music had already started to take that next shift. And so, yeah, you you, you didn't even need a bass player, to be honest, you know? So, not like it was missing anything no
1: not at all there's not a lot of just did it on the recordings cuz you know like to fill out the you know right. the spectrum but it live i mean it, it was it, it didn't it didn't lack any at all and that's why we never were like in a big rush one because we couldn't find anybody that we actually liked enough because like i said at the time we had been a band for a couple 2 3 years we had done some tours we'd wrote you know and when i got in the band it was immediate that we were all we had that connection and right. we just never felt that with anybody else and didn't really we were at that point you know that was our baby we don't need another ba- we don't need this person to come in like because we're lacking like oh we got to have a bass player on stage right. with this man like we need one more dude with a bigger guitar standing there you know <laughs> yeah. so we just kept yeah. just trucking along and I mean we pretty much did that for the for the
3: most part I mean we had interesting though are you going to sell the uh, Virginia with Mike or are you talking like no I was going to
2: say that- I was going to say that What we kind of glossed over, though, too, is that um, that Dallas show, that was my first show, was the first time we met Kevin from Counterintelligence Records. Yes, for out, yeah. Who kind of heard about us, but lived in Dallas. And so he came to see us. And that's how we met him. We ended up putting out our demo, Beauty Is You Dead, which ended up becoming becoming All As Quiet, which... Came out on Kevin's record label, Counterintelligence,
1: and Kevin was uh in Navy, Air Force, yeah, Navy. He was in the he was in the Armed Forces of mm-hmm. one of them, and he was just a hardcore kid. He's that he you know took care of us when we he based out of Louisiana Shreveport. That was another we Shreveport. We had a huge like we would go there a lot too, and there was so much fun there had playing. He also had bands like Blood Ties. Oh, maybe Dallas. he lived in Shreveport. And drove he lived to in Shreveport, yeah, he, it but was. it's right there. So, um but he put out a couple of our. Uh, a couple of local bands that's how we kind of got along and um he helped us out
0: with a lot of stuff too what did you guys do for for for, for pr back in the day i mean i am underst- old enough to remember street teams you know
1: we you know like i said that's what i was talking about Bro, with back the,
2: there it was just posters
0: man. and it was and just
1: or people that would say oh i saw these dudes in the you know It's two black dudes, a Puerto Rican and a Mexican jumping off a wall, you know, hitting stuff and blood. And, 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 you know, it was really just we 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 relied more on word of mouth. Like I said, we didn't really we weren't really good at promoting ourselves in in the aspect of that, because back then, too, there was no. I mean, there might have been MySpace at the time, but that who, who has time? And Shout but we also MySpace. but we also didn't have computers in our pockets and like that, right? Like we'd have to find. Hey, can we can we log on to you know your yeah. AOL to check our email so we <laughs> can to, tell my
0: mom that we need you know or the library definitely
2: yeah. a lot of like CDRs. Yeah, we
1: just hand out things. We would do that all ourselves. You for, know, the, for
0: those listening that don't know what CDR is, that's CD <laughs> rewritable. That's where you could put it in your computer and hit burn, mm-hmm. and then it would put music on the CD, and then you take it so in the in-car if, test. We would
1: do, like, tours, and if we stopped at someone's house that had a computer that had, a you know, something that could burn on, we had our, for you know, whole, pocket of blank. You yeah. were talking
0: about a brick. That, yeah. I remember buying those things and fucking the
1: reams. Bulk. Yeah, so we would just yeah. burn some, you know, have one burning them, have one writing, you know. So there's plenty of CDRs that if they still survive that have some early stuff that's not on the internet at all of us. Um, But that's how, I mean, we didn't have much in the way of PR. It was just word of mouth.
2: And I want to say that we, I I was definitely getting into graphic design at that point too. And so I think we took a a interest in, in doing merch. Probably one of those bands that, you know, you always had a, a T te- We always had something to sell, you know, or, or something in terms right. of merchandise to give away or, or something. That so- was one thing
1: that Thumbscrew definitely did was how to make. We had a lot of merch, and like I said, with him getting into that that world of graphic designing, he would make designs up. And even I think you and did Poopy too work at a print shop. Sometimes when we'd be back home, so we would get uh, you know me and Drew. Okay, just things like that. But we didn't have a PR team. It was word of mouth, and you know, yeah, you and
2: just playing a fucking. That's what we did, shows, yeah just did the shit yeah just well, back grind then, that's
1: all you could do is you know there wasn't Spotify, there wasn't things where people could i mean there there was, but it wasn't that great you know, but absolutely just yeah tour you know we would go from here to Florida, yeah, to, I'm trying to, to, to remember Junior like how to,
2: the fuck we, did we even get to some of those shows because I it, you know it I think eventually we got to MapQuest and we had like a fucking.
0: We had a binder. Like we shout had our- out to MapQuest. Hold on, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. let me get a little fucking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. We MapQuest. would go with our binder. It was like a binder of MapQuest <laughs> oh, where we're sorry. supposed to go and be. We would have our fo- like a, a list of phone numbers. Yeah, it had
2: like the inserts. Cause
1: Cause you know, we the didn't have cell inserts, phones, right? and it was like. No. Fucking, it was uh, mapped phones. out, yep. all in order. Was, we got to go from here to here. We can't be di- diverting from this because then we don't know where we're at because, you know, we're here, here, and here. That's all we're doing. Going there, going, you know. And if we divert, then someone better tell us how to get the hell back on this track. Game
0: over, you straight <laughs> from the map. Or, like, you get the map quest paperwork, like, wet, and it, like, bleeds. We, we like, would have
2: the fucking Atlas and the fucking maps. And and the have road, have, yeah, you yeah. fold out the
0: roadmap yeah. and take a Sharpie, and you're like, all right, we're going go, uh, we to go 40 to 37. Stop yep. the
2: gas stations and be like hey are we on the
1: like we're trying to get here is this like the, the general direction yeah yeah, yeah. okay good
0: God, i missed i kind of miss those days i'm a country boy i'm from i'm originally from central north carolina okay so people traveling there i remember there was a like tom's gas station or something and i'd go up there and just kind of fart around and eh, kind of like that feed store combo yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. And i'd walk in there and just just old country dudes how we doing today, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those
2: would be the, the stores that we would stop in where we were freezing cold and we needed to warm up because our band didn't have, have no like, heat. The heat. Suburban. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the band
1: didn't either. They caught yeah. fire. Yeah, that um, one caught
2: fire. We left it on the road.
0: It's a yeah,
1: Dodge van. We had an old, I don't remember early. You just
0: left a vehicle on the road. We ground. had to, we had to It
1: didn't work. The burning had stopped. Okay. Although like, it would have been damn. a really good photo opportunity of it being burnt. And we just, if stand people next, had there. like fucking cameras, just playing, right? we had we had pretty it, I'm sure there's a lot of disposable cameras. Remember though? Yeah. I'm sure there's a ton <laughs> that we shouldn't, that we probably have. Well, maybe we probably shouldn't get developed, but there's probably some that have some neat pictures in there, but yeah, the van, The it was a Dodge van. Had nothing but the two front seats. Like exhaust was coming into. Was the oh cows. yeah, because it was in a the mid cabin exactly, yeah. and it had the you know the little remember the humps, the shell. Yeah, yep. and that that thing would, didn't latch right. You could see while you were driving, you could see the road. My
0: still touring those things. Oh yeah, Dodge thirty five hundred or I whatever. Think that we was. we had a, a futon from like Walmart
2: and like a foot a real futon that Hell inside yeah. the van. Not bolted down,
1: no. not anything. <laughs> you were just, just, just fucking there, sliding. You're just thrown in. Oh yeah, and we went all over the place on oh, that yeah. thing. All, it, we, we, the windshield wipers didn't work. So we stopped at, a it was just like an Arkansas, somewhere in that area.
2: And Drain we stopped at Texaco,
1: it was pouring. And I don't know whose idea was, but we were like, let's take the squeegees from here and drive. And we'll just, <laughs> so we're driving down the road, the driver and the passenger with squeegees out the window to the windshield. Sh- you're sh- getting wet the entire time. Oh, yeah. while you're trying so- to- <laughs> But the windshield, you know, it's flat, so it's real close to you, but yeah. hey, work, dude.
0: I was, I was, I thought you were going to go with like, uh, we just got some string and somebody was like, just no. yanking on the arms. No, they oh, were we they Squeegees were is up. so much better. Yeah,
1: we were froze up. <laughs> we just raw dogged it. Yeah. Very much a yeah. oh right.
0: my God. See, these these are these are the memories that I think that really make good music. You know? <laughs> I, I really do. I yeah. I'm a firm believer in I'm a I'm a fan of just experiences, right? Yep. Like anywhere that I go, um, if it's worth a shit, I'll I'll get a tattoo. I mean, you, you guys are obviously, you're fucking covered in tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, I have various ones located here and there, but everything has, you know, everything tells a story, mm-hmm. right? And, yes. and, and, you know, music is the same way. It's, it's, you're telling some story, whether it's something personal, something you thought of, but I really think experiences like those, you know, whenever you finish the run and whether the sets were amazing, you know, cars burned down squeegee sessions, but then when <laughs> you get back, you're like, we fucking did it. Well, know? that's
1: why, and I think that's why bands back then are, were, are closer or have a, a closer tie because of the stuff that they went through. Then you can now, you, like I said, you can, why tour? We're not going to spend, we're not going to make any money. Let's just put it on Spotify. Someone here, and maybe we'll whatever, yeah, let's, but let's just but, drop a but, viral back, hit on TikTok, yeah, but back then, you know, the, the amount of time we stood in those kind of stories and various other ones with a lot of crazy stuff happening, which most people would have been like, let's just go home, dude. Like let's pack it up and go back. Oh, yeah. No, nah, we're not, we don't got time for that. You know, plus I'm with my, my three other brothers yeah, we may be really mad, but someone's going to say something that's going to crack all of us up. And it's going to be, you know, 20 years later, we're going to be telling it to Ryan. You know what I mean?
0: So plus like moment past move on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we
1: got stuck in Virginia for two weeks because of a transmission issue. There was never
2: a tour
0: that went flawlessly.
1: You know, there was always
2: fucking something. And it was never (laughs) like, let's
1: call our parents or let's call some friends to get us some money. Let's go back home. Now we're going to stay here. We stayed in Virginia with, um, this present darkness, Cassius Clay, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. um, them, they kept us in. The, uh, Mike Terry, who's in Volumes now, yep, um, yeah, he was in that band, and he, him and we just hung out with those guys, and we hopped on shows randomly to get make a little extra money, and finally we had enough to get the van fixed. We
0: oh, so you the- guys legitimately, obviously stuck because of the, the transmission issue. You guys gigged just to get back, just gigging to gig, just to get back home. But yeah, yeah just exactly. Get back yeah. Road.
1: And just around that, we, the DC with, um, time of cholera, time mean, of cholera. Yeah. That was the band that mm-hmm. yeah. we, we did some shows in DC with, we did, they were friends. So we, yeah, we just did enough so we can get the van fixed or the suburban at that time, get it fixed. And we left with a bag full of cheeseburgers from some friends and drove directly from Virginia, no sleep to
3: Texas.
2: I think there was a, a Derek was telling this story where and I don't remember this, but we, we played a show and our tire blew out and we didn't have any money, but we had fixed the flat. And so we had enough gas to make it to the show. Well, we had another fucking blowout. <sighs> and so we're stuck on the road. We have no, they have no, get, multiple like, times. like we're, you know, like we're, we're done, you know, I don't know where the fuck we are in the fucking world right now. <laughs> so anyway, I think, um. I guess somebody comes and helps us. And not only does he help us replace the tire, but he gives us like 40 bucks. Oh. And so then we're like, like that got us to our next fucking show. Like, got, like without that. Guys. Yeah. Without that, like, and that we, happened a lot. For so people. much. Yeah. So much.
1: But our, even just blowouts, like we had a blowout on the side of the road Dude. in Florida. We should, our band name should have been fucking blowout. blowout. Yeah. <laughs> the blowout <laughs> boys. Yeah. Blowout yeah. boys.
3: <laughs> but it's, it's our, our new album called fl- somewhere blowout in
1: Florida. Uh? We had a blowout. the The vinyl that you press is just like a a tire that's just shredded (laughs) and um we remember then it started raining and it was like a monsoon like like sideways rain like like in forrest gump you know and we were out there i think i don't know who went with the other band that was following us to go get a new tire i think it was this present darkness maybe it was yeah Yeah. yeah and the rest of us stayed outside and was like well it's raining real bad and we haven't taken showers so let's take showers and yeah. you know, we're on the side of the road so, taking showers yeah. you know Hell yes so Sh-
0: sideshow showers yeah you know horse bath
1: you know horse bath and in truck stops resting you know we never never are below us for that kind of stuff
0: <laughs> i just need a little bit of soap and yeah. a little bit of water uh, that's how that's i need yep. man that's holy shit. just i mean just hear like <clears throat> hearing these stories and seeing like your guys expressions. Like I can tell these are like visceral memories that are just, they'll never leave you. Well,
1: they're fond memories because not a lot of people can say those things that they've right. done these things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, we all, we all have friends that aren't in this world, you know, that they're, the idea of being in a van and not really sure how you are going to get to the next place or what you're going to eat or, you know, whatever, doesn't sound appealing to a lot of people. There's yeah. a little bit something wrong with you if it, if it does, you know, but when you find those other people that are down to do it with you and, you make some really good memories. You have, I mean, so many stories that we could talk about. Just that, and if we had the rest of the guys here, you would be here for four oh, hours because yeah. we all remember different things. And it's like you know, we, we have, can just
0: do thumbscrew Thursdays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But we, I mean, the whole year <laughs>
1: dumping Parmesan on people or throwing throwing footballs across apartment complexes. Th- I mean, just the stories are just insane.
2: I think I think one thing that like is super obvious now that wasn't then was just like how fucking cool was it to to be young 20 year old fucking getting to see the world yeah. you know going to places you'd never heard well, of
3: man, you well, know just
2: experiencing all the different people and, and it, it, it was it was fucking crazy you know it's like it was really awesome to to experience that you know I, like I didn't really start my life until you know I was 30 years old you know because all that time was spent making music and traveling with my friends. You but know? that's when
1: we got the, that's when you can do it. I mean, obviously we exactly. could have probably been more responsible financially. Um, <laughs> yes, for sure. But we <laughs> got that out of our system. You know what I mean? We did that stuff and we can say we did it. We lit, you know, we survived and now we're here. couple you know, scars, and, couple bad yeah, yeah, But we also got to just experience so many cool things and, and, and different people. And, you know, we came across so many nice people that, you know, they're
2: still friends today.
0: Like, to, you can still talk to them. Oh right? yeah. You know, I, and, and, I know, um, you know, being from podunk North Carolina, I still know people that haven't left the state. Yeah. Like exactly 40. Exactly. And I've been all around the world, you know, travel. you know, traveled. I mean, but when, when I meet people, you know, especially young people, um, I tell them like, get the fuck out go you gotta go you gotta just go you know you, even just if it's on your own in like the next yeah. city
1: over like yeah, yeah just, exactly just get out and do something you know what i mean meet somebody that's not in your general umbrella and get out your comfort zone mm-hmm. and at the and at the time obviously we didn't realize the point like lesson that we were learning you know while we're doing it but now when we look back on the it, hindsight yeah yeah the people that took us in the people that you know there could have been a lot of bad things at the time. We, the people that I remember what Derek was talking about it was a tire. There was a, we had a blowout on the side of the road, like a, like an access road or whatever. And trailer tire, I think. Yeah. Or something. One of the tires blew out. And I don't know if it was the guy that owned it or somebody just knew, but there was a, a tire shop, literally maybe half a mile down the road. You just couldn't see it off the bend. And they got us there. They fixed our tires for free and gave us money to get, get out of there. You know, and they, I, mean, I mean, you know, we weren't like naive, but it's like we have nothing. We have nothing else but to do this. You know, right. so because we were not in Texas, like, and if we were, maybe we were far from wherever. But you know, we had the, we had really good fortune to to be out there and not nothing serious ever happened to.
2: And there's no way in hell that we could possibly like name all the people that helped us, but oh, there course. were like there we had so much help. There were we made so many friends. There, like again, people that we still speak to today, like
1: well even just super instrumental to like like jp who was his cousin but he was there from day one was the roadie he was the dude that fixed guitars if and he wasn't he just did it because he figured it out he was just that guy he did i mean
2: yeah
1: and you know he was there for us emily was a friend of ours that we've lost touch with kind of but she she drove us to so many shows um picked us up if we need i mean she did a lot there was a lot of people that nurtured us oh yeah um, throughout that That that
2: fed us that that helped us make it to shows. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: like, I like these days, whenever bands, whenever I talk to bands, especially just the ones that are outside of Texas, I always tell them, you know, whenever, whenever you do venture this way, regardless, if you come through Austin, please, please feel free, reach out. Because if I know that my network isn't as vast as y'all's, but at least, you know, I could say, Hey, this band is going to route, you know, do you know anybody? And, and just the, you know, just the homie network. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is, is, well, and that's the only way to tour back then.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, it's sem- it's same, but not the same. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's got its caveats. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh,
2: it's well, probably like a little bit gate kept now. You know, back mm-hmm. then it was just like, there's a show anybody can fucking. Right.
1: Yeah. We got on, I mean, we, we, we opened for uh, in Virginia on one of the times when we were, you know, stuck there and trying to play shows. We, we opened up for, uh, between the Barry and me and Macedon
3: what? Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Just ran uh, at Nancy Reagan. Yeah. It was a, it was a club called Nancy Reagan and, and I can't remember. Like Keith Ray, did you say Reagan? Yeah. Nancy no, like Nancy Richmond, Reagan, Ray, but Nancy Reagan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, Richmond or Richmond, football, I yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Richmond, but yeah, we just hopped on. They had needed an opener. So, um,
0: like we're available. Yeah. So we drove <laughs>
1: yeah. up there and this was Mastodon like pre you yeah. know baby Metallica Mastodon, Like they were in a little Chevy van, with the, all, all four of them in the front. They had a little. And that cage. was the
2: the between the bear and me that had fucking Shane and uh, Homeboy from Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Before the, the, they got the, yeah, Dusty before, and yeah, Shane
1: late. who was in um, Oh Sleeper, Okay, War, the yep. guitar player. Uh, he used to be in a band called Evelyn from Dallas, who that Thumbscrew would play with a lot. And um, I remember the drummer's name. Oh, I can't he's really Sleep good though. Night. He's yeah, really he good, mean, and he's killer. He's in Bearing Teeth now, which is like a technical death metal instrumental group really good. If you haven't ever never heard them, they're really like bearing teeth, B-A-R-I-N-G. Evelyn was so fucking good. Evelyn was really good. That's wild. Mm-hmm. It yes.
0: opened up for those two. And like,
1: and it wasn't even like a, Oh, Hey, these, you know, screws got booked for like, we just literally had no, like we needed money and I don't know how it came about, but yeah. So we just jumped on that. Did it. It was a great time. Fun. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that would just, you know, kind of, you know, happen
2: for us sometimes. And we and there were it. plenty of shows where we like, we were even the heaviest band on that bill. You know, there was tons of times, tons Toured, of times.
1: Yeah. We would tour with Kirby um, or Widows and Orphans. I think they later became known, which is a band from around here, but they sounded nothing like us. I mean, not even in the, and
2: they we were, did Chingas of tours with them. We're yeah, just like, you know, and, and that was cool, you know, to, just the diversity that it has. And I mean, you still see that today, but not but, as much, but I think again, like it was back then, a lot of the tours was like, Hey, we're going on tour by ourselves. Like, Got a show, you know, and we they would just throw us on a bill, you know, and it was it was a lot different. But there's there's not nothing I would take away from that. No,
3: well, and it's
1: not like how it is now, where you can just click a button, type in "I want to listen to bands that sound like this," and Mm -hmm. get 1600 bands from all over the world that half-ass sound like converge. You know, you go to a show that's all the same. All right, cool. But if you have you know Juliana Theory and Zao and you know, whoever playing, you have a whole, you know, you go the gamut of sounds. You, you almost can pick. see
2: like everybody in your network, yeah. right? Like,
1: this is-, are, this is, it wasn't so much heavy or pop or whatever. It was just alternative, right? It wasn't country. It wasn't rap. It wasn't just mainstream rock. It was just different. Right. So you had different people there, right? Tattoos, mohawks, white belts, you know, swoop haircut, whatever the hell you look like. You, everyone fit there. You know what I mean?
0: It was just, it was just a party. Everybody yeah. just wanted to come oh, see yeah. some music. Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking of seeing music, let's fast forward to today. You guys had your little, uh, would you call it a reunion? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was
2: a reunion for us for sure. Yes. I think maybe a farewell for everybody else.
0: So yeah, you were mentioning that this is almost like your, like your fair, fair, farewell tour, essentially not tour, but you know, like, so throughout this year, what's the, what's, what's the, what's the end game for, for thumbscrew? twenty four, what should people be looking forward to? April, yeah, April twenty seventh. April twenty
1: seventh, Houston, Arcadia Bar, Arcadia Bar, Arcadia Bar. Um,
2: I we'll see you next Tuesday. Mouth, mouth breather, breather.
1: Ooh, yeah. mouth
3: breather, yes.
2: Um, big sauce mustache, kidnap soundtrack. Yo yo, kidnap soundtrack. <laughs> That's a <but> cool name. <laughs> they're they're from OG band. Yeah, OG they're, Houston. I'm band. really
1: excited to see them again. Um, and uh, there's a couple, of, there's yeah, there's some awesome, yeah.
2: Some, what's that band from stay? Uh, that yeah, slips on my mind, but yeah, a, bunch, a couple of Austin mm-hmm. bands. That's a little weird. Like we forget Chelsea names, done a lot of drugs in my past. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, I think really what set this all up right you know what has it been 16 years you know it's just been 16 years of us talking about this shit we're all still friends you know so it was always us conversing talking about it you know
1: the let's go back real quick though because sure i so i was in the band did the all that touring stuff but then i decided that i wanted to have money and i (laughs) kind of like like to eat and i needed to get a job and (laughs) so i was like you know what i'm um this is fun but yeah and i was like you know and it it, honestly the last tour i think we we were because we were going at it so hard after a while um i think it just we needed a break but we didn't have time to take a break right like we were just going at it and um it was just for me i was my head wasn't there where it used to be and um like i said i just kind of got tired of being broke and hungry all the time i wasn't you know we so instead of like holding (laughs) them back with my you know, like my lack of not interest in music, but just like I, I wanted to try something different for a little while, not musically, just life wise. Right. Um, so I, I quit the band. They, they kept on, though. They got Drew in the band. Um, great guitar player. Yep. Uh, great looking dude. Yep. Um, <laughs> handsome. Dreamboat, Dreamboat. He just Bo had Drew. a birthday. Yeah, he did. Have birthday, Drew. Drew. So they, they, they stuck around and kept going. They put out um, the four EP. That's what it's called. Yep. Yeah. So they did that. Um, did it for a little bit longer. I think they just kind of dissolved and there was never really a, Hey, we're done or here, here's one last run. You know, back then it was just kind of like they came home
2: from a tour and then never did never anything. Out.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. unless i am got it wrong, but
2: um, I think, um, I think what happened is we, we came home. Um, I stayed on tour with uh, the band
3: Abacab. And I think during that time um, the van got in a wreck and I I didn't know
2: this, but poopy told me that there was our there were, like we had another tour lined up, but because the van got wrecked that like he just kind of dissolved and like poopy and Drew kind of started another side project and I was kind of interested in abacab and you know from there it just kind of was like okay well we need jobs during this time, you know, and even for me during that time, I started playing blues and jazz with my cousin and some of my buddies in the studio and started writing just music there. And, you know, it's crazy how time flies, you know? And the next thing, you know, it's like Thumbscrew is not even a band. And, and during that time, you know, it was like, well, we were just touring so much, but nobody was like asking for it, you know, and it, or, It
1: almost became that thing, like, it was like, oh, thumbscrew's coming. You know what I mean? It it Uh, wasn't like a, they were just, they were always on tour. It kind of got to the point where it was like, yeah, I mean, it was still a spectacle, you know, but it was just.
2: Yeah. And then I think, you know, time, so much time had passed that eventually, like, you know, we all started doing our own things. And, you know, I think Poopy ended up going on tour and doing tour managing and and everybody, you know, Drew went to school and, you know, went to school and i went to yeah i started having kids and and, and
1: I, nathan at the time who came in around this time too from that um ep after i quit he was actually from ohio yeah so he went back so he went back to ohio so nothing. he was having a tattoo
2: apprenticeship so yep. mm.
1: yeah so it just kind of dissolved into nothing and like we would have small oh, and derek joined the um oh yeah air, uh, air force so he's in the air force and we just kind of. Everyone went their own way and it was just a quiet, there wasn't any,
2: everybody it was more started, just like a quiet
1: exit. Everybody yeah. just
2: started growing up, mm-hmm. having kids, you know, getting,
3: having, getting responsibilities, the getting married
1: yeah. or, and, but Daniel and I are probably the ones that's communicated the most only because we would always find ourselves back in the same store. I mean, we'd always talk and text and things, but he, you know, he got married and then we ended up moving two minutes away from him in the same neighborhood. Oh, and so yeah. there was, he was always within my, you know, we all of us were always still kind of chit chatting here, but Daniel and I always stay pretty, you know, close into contact all the time. And every time, you know, we would have drew would come by and we'd hang out and talk about, Oh, we should all get back together and all that'd be great. I mean, blah, blah, blah. and then two years pass and poopy and all of us get together and we do the, you know, so it, for years, we've yeah. been all talking about, hey, I'll be, if you're down, I'm, I'll do it if you do
2: it. And there was we'll like do it. a four-year period where we'd all go back to Stevens' house to party and drink. And like, sure enough, every night we'd talk about, hey, wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> or somebody would ask, hey, yeah. uh, when you going to do that thumbscrew? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and all
1: of us would be like, yeah, you know, I mean, never say never, but none of us had a, I don't think anybody of us, we all wanted to do it, but it wasn't the time to do it.
2: I don't, yeah. And I don't think any, like, yeah, it was one of those things like, yeah, that would be cool. But like, is it really going to happen? Probably not. Well, and like I said, Drew's in California.
1: Uh, Nathan's, Ohio. Nathan's in Ohio. Uh, Derek lives in San Antonio. Currently. Yes. Right okay. now. Yeah. Derek, uh, Derek was Derek. in like
2: fucking Hawaii. He was in Hawaii and, for the long time. went to ju-
1: Missouri. Or yeah, Illinois or something Some like shit that. Like yeah. That, somewhere yeah. in the Midwest. Just and traveling then, around to with uh, the Air Force. Duty stations. Yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then he finally came back into San Antonio. I think when he came back to San Antonio was when the possibility became, because we didn't want to do like me and we wanted everybody involved in the main one wanted the OGs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm glad we did it that way because it was perfect and it was great. So we all finally, all right, this is happening. We're going to do it. And when we all finally five of us got in the room and I had never played with Drew or Nate at the time, I'd seen them after I'd quit. I'd go check them out still because I'm not a dick, you know, I still wanted to go see my boys. <laughs> so i seen them those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fucking suck. No, but I saw them and they were always great live. And this past November, whenever we started practicing finally again, because we we would just practice, uh, you know, send each other videos or like hum each other, mm-hmm. you know, the, the parts and stuff like that so we can figure it out and. And we did like the week before the actual show, we finally all got together and actually played together. um, And it clicked. It was just the same thing. It was was like, how "Mm -hmm." was that?
0: Just
2: dude, it was like, it like, like there's
1: no it, time yeah, passed at
0: all yeah it really was it's just like wow you're a little bit older let's go yeah, yeah. Hey, oh hey well, you're it, responsible really I mean there was a couple <laughs> well, yeah, of times guys, yeah. Yeah.
2: there was a couple of hey, times daughter's <laughs> <other here>. Whatcha, <laughs> yeah what did you
0: say pass the green beans yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah right <laughs> 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 old times I told you that in confidence Ryan I'm sorry uh, I'm sorry I'll no yeah yeah.
1: yeah Um. it, it did it just seemed like there was no time past it. It didn't seem like Nate and I hadn't been in the band together or Drew and I had been in the band together. We all, we all had the same humor, you know, different stories. And I think the yeah.
2: biggest hurdle was just getting everybody to say they would do it.
0: Almost like a, a commitment.
2: Like, yeah. okay, look, Hey, if this happened, we would do it, it, let's do it. And we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it, I think it was probably a, a gradual thing, you know, it was like, okay, him and I. We were always together. So it was like, okay, yeah, we're
0: down. We, we're going to do it. Do you think that the way that, that Thumbscrew kind of fell off, do you think that you kind of owed it to yourselves to have one last hurrah? I don't think so. Not for okay. me.
1: Not, I, I mean, I think it's personal for everyone. I mean, not for me because I think when we did what we did, I was fine with how it was. Because okay. at that point in time, what we did and what I did and what we all did together, I mean, I was fine with our I knew what we were. You know what I mean? I knew you who You walked away we were.
0: head head high. Yeah.
1: I walked away at the top. You right. know what I'm saying? I went, yeah. you know, I didn't, but I knew who we were. I knew what Thumbscrew was. And I mean, you, and I think that was part of it too. You know, when you're 15 years of moving, people are still talking about you, you find dudes on YouTube, you know, covering your songs and it's just like, that's cool. Right. Like who, 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 who do you know that does that? Right. Like, right. you know, like who, who, yeah. Okay. I wasted a lot of my early years in, in that, but <laughs> what do you got going on? You know what I mean? Like uh, when you die, no one gives a shit about you. YouTube ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, so internet's forever. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't think we really, I think uh, honestly, I think we ordered, owed it more toward to the people that had never got to see us. See,
0: and that was like the second part of that was owing it to yourself in accompanying it with owing it to the fans, but not the fans that obviously the fans that know you knew, you saw you got to party with you, but the people that, like it's James from all the, that. Yeah.
1: Like Texas, like he, he missed all of it. He yeah. got there afterwards yeah. and he never got to see it. So for that, I, us all being together in the same room, that I, I that I wanted, you know, that I, I, that was for me, you know, like that was something I really wanted Just, Just growing as we get older, you know, you lose more friends as you get older. Of that's course, just, yeah. that's just how time works. But getting to be with all these guys, that we were all a, a part of this thing together, that, that was really important to me, that the show could have been horrible, I'm glad I wasn't. Dude, um, the
0: The show, I mean, I absolutely kicked myself in the face because I couldn't make it. My wife works nights. She, yeah, she she did. slings drinks. So uh, I, I told James and various other people, I was like, man, let, please let me know how it goes. I want to live vicariously through your phone today. You know, like, please. And yeah. I mean, that place looked like it was getting ready to have a whole lot of insurance issues. <laughs> you know, like. And I mean, I, the one thing that I really love about, about not just y'all style of music, yes, it is chaotic and it's all over the place. And it's like, like where the fuck is the beat? You know, sometimes, but the the fact that just the raw energy that you, that you guys put out, it's people feed off that, you know, and, and the pictures and the videos that I saw, I, I don't think anybody walked out of there with a bad time. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just, yeah. How'd you, how you feel it. about it?
2: I felt, i I mean, I think that's probably the best that you could have expected. I think for me, it was just like, dude, it, it really didn't feel like it's been 16 years. Like we, like the minute these motherfuckers plugged their guitars in and we were back to it. It was like, we're yeah, back it, it, yeah, it, it was yeah, the, like, it, we're was, it was, it was,
1: it all came I mean, back. We all knew that still. I mean, we have that, you, you have to have that confidence in yourself at any point in time when you're putting out some art. I mean, you got to, you get nervous, obviously. But of for us, we, we it wouldn't have mattered because we're gonna put on the same show that we would do from day one. You know, if there's five people in there, if there's a packed house, we're gonna do the same thing. And you can't not do that. You know, you just as soon as that first note hits, there's <sighs>
0: you ain't staying still. You know I what just, I mean? I I just man, the the level of anticipation that I personally get from like when you when you, you know, stage dark. You can, you can kind of like peek around the back. You can see everybody getting ready. Everybody's high five and doing their like prep or whatever. And then one comes on stage two on stage or, you know, depending on where you're at. But that, that first, you know, that first note just really sets the bar,
1: you know? Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it's a cliche to say, but it was just really electric. There was a, there was a a energy in the room. I mean, we, we, obviously, although we had no suffer, you know, open up for us at all costs, open up for us. You know, moth I, man. I, I I just wanted to go to the show that I mean, you're, I was, like, yeah. you're I, like, I'm not even want to play. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I just got to get to see, you know, but so <laughs> the the night was primed already, you know, everyone was already jacked to the gills. And we, you know, we get up there and, you know, I'm just, I just want to explode, you know, as soon as we're, we're going. And I know everyone else felt the same way. And we, and I knew each one of us knew that the other one was going to take it to the next level as well. So you just,
2: you,
0: you just go. look at
1: each other and
2: you're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and shout out to uh, Mothman, No <laughs> Suffer, At All Costs, Spokesman, Spokesman, James, obviously. James at Texas Metal Collective. Like, shout it
1: out to It wouldn't happen
2: happened without none of
1: them. For sure. None of them would have, without them, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't do, have been as great as it was.
0: I do wish the one th- it's one of those, like, not regrets, just, I wish I would have connected with James earlier when doing this, just because the shows that he throws, like, the, 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 the bands that he's involved with are bands that I like, I'm still new to, you know, and the, the shows that he throws at indie, like, like I'm wearing the dirty dog shirt right now. Like, like this is where I grew up in, in the right. Austin, Texas metal scene yep. was dirty dog. Um, rest in peace. I hope there's a, rest two, in peace I hope there's sure. a 2.01 day. Yeah. I drove by
1: there today and I, 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 it's still indie. I teared up. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was downtown
0: uh, a month or it's so It's the same. Downtown's not the same. It is more. not dude. It is. It is not. COVID. I don't want
1: nothing to do with it.
0: whenever COVID hit, when I first started doing this on my own, uh, whenever Chris stepped away Mm -hmm. and I was literally locked in my closet because that was, that was my podcast room. Um, and getting to talk to people, you know, during COVID and then seeing the fallout and the aftermath of so many local venues, just taking a dive. And then all the tech bros come in and jack the rent up and kick everybody out because, it's just not well, we also lost the uh, Death Metal Pizza Damn right next to yeah. oh, Man.
1: Yeah, so man, man. it was a tra- it was a tragedy. But Shed a
3: tear.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: but James without him and, and and obviously Trey and spokesman stepping up and letting us use that um that, that area. Space. Um, I don't think it would have turned out as i mean, it still would have been a good show, but that was just the perfect setting, a perfect night. Right. Um Great turnout. We weren't even sure if
0: anybody was actually really come. Oh man, the hype was real. Yeah. I mean, I I saw the lead up. I saw the build up. It was <laughs> if there was no one at that show, it would have been because of another COVID lockdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. even at that point, people been like, "Fuck yeah. that, I'm going." You know? Yeah. But uh, I, I really, I really do hate that I missed it. Um, outside of the Houston show, is there going to be a sign off in Austin, or is Houston kind of the? I mean, it. never
1: say never, right? I ain't going to say no indefinitely. I don't think, sure. but for now, the Houston, the Houston one is is the only thing. That's okay. it. Um, and uh, I'll tell you who's on that show right now it's The, the Kidnap Soundtrack, The God Awful Truth, who's really good as well. Uh, no Quarter, Never Rest from from Austin, The Green Leaves, Steak Sauce, Mustache, mm-hmm. Noisy Neighbors, Mouth Breeder, Thumbscrew, and see you next Tuesday. It's it's called the Texas Mammoth Fest. Nice. Three. Yeah. Mammoth Fest three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Pretty so, sure. Yeah. Um, we'll be there, um, we'll have merch, all that fun stuff like that, but My puppy that, dogs that, getting angry right there. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, it was just one last little the, one way, a nice goodbye, you know, for an actual goodbye, uh, yeah. for the foreseeable future, you know, we ain't getting no younger. Yeah. You know, and it's taken us, some of us doctor's appointments and
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was some, there was some definite, uh, pain happening after some of the, the, the show on some of us. So, um, I don't think we have it in us to keep going like forever and ever. Like, but I didn't
0: even know I had these muscles. Yeah.
1: But you never know. Like I said, yeah. I honestly, if you would have asked me five years ago and I would have been honest, I probably would have said this never would have happened. I mean, we just talk yeah. about it all the time and Oh yeah. That, oh, how crazy, you know? Uh, and you know, I saw this online. Somebody said that, you know, you know, we have a fanny or, you know, whatever it is, but sure. you, you never really thought they would come, you know, to life like that, like it did. And, and as well as it did, but honestly just getting to be around uh, for myself, Daniel, Poopy, Drew, Nate, and Dare. getting to be back around those guys. And and that connection that we have with Thumbscrew um, was probably, if not my, my most cherished moment of 2023. It was, it was definitely one of the top five, just getting to reconnect with those guys, you know, and and, and goofing off and playing around. And there's a picture of us on the stairwell, the practice space that we have, where we're all just laughing and like that, even though the music that we play and, and things like that seems very, Angry and aggressive, and you know, whatever, like that picture of us laughing together is that's who we are. Oh, you dude, know I,
0: mean? I, I think the heavier or the more chaotic the music, the nicer the people. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't attest. I don't
1: think you can make music as angry as that <laughs> without loving each other intent like very intensely, right? And then being able to make each other laugh like we, do. but yeah, but it comes with the flip coin of us being able to also really piss each other off. Yeah, you yeah. know, luckily we're older now, so we're a little bit more even killed, but.
0: Like, okay, I'm going to let this one slide. Where yeah, like yeah. 10 yeah. years ago, you'd be like, I'm going to fucking kill yeah, you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Fuck you and everybody else. Yeah. Daniel's go-to is just the shutdown mode. He won't talk. And that's when you knew you fucked up. Like, Daniel, what's up? And he's like, yeah.
0: not looking at you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah, oh, yeah.
1: And this dude didn't even act like he had headphones on. You know, now you can know, <laughs> just act like he listened to music. But no, that was, that that part of it, like I said, when when you asked about what this was about, then for me, it was to be back with them. You know what I mean? And then. The, the fans and, and all that stuff is great too. I love that we got to, there was a lot of good people that hadn't got to see us and experience that. So I'm glad that we were able to deliver that to them as well, but selfishly it was so I can hang out with my friends.
0: Either. Sure, man. It's all about that.
2: Yeah. I think, yeah. On the same line as what Steven said, right? Like, it, like I was definitely, I've, I've been living this whole time, right? Like, like a feeling accomplished. Like we did everything we wanted to do as a band. Like a, there could have been more, right? I guess you could say, but like we did it all by our fucking selves mm-hmm. the way that we wanted to. And I was very proud of that. And I think what doing this show did was just give me closure. Okay. And then also just be able to kind of like capture that moment in time. And then now like now my kids get to see that, right? Like this is, yeah, that, you, that's you've, not heard, you've heard about this shit We've talked about it. Ever since you were born. Yeah. But now you, now you get to witness. Now you understand. Like like that.
1: Yeah. My daughter was there watching and you know, she, she's eight, you know, and she got Mm -hmm. to witness all that and see, you know, all right. That don't just be talking crazy. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. he's yeah, not, not. He's not. Compl- he's not one hundred percent full of shit. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I take I, my daughter's ten. She'll be eleven next month, and or in March. You should have brought her to the show, dude. I, well, I told her I couldn't. I mean, it was like when I okay. Here's here's the rules. So like when and 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 I'll I'll finish out on this, and then we can do final yeah final shoutouts and stuff. But um, before I was married, my uh, my wife and I would essentially create our own tour. I'd come home from overseas on vacation, and we would just I would just pick a bunch of. Bands that I wanted to see, and then we would just, you know, that's super cool. We wouldn't map quest it, but you know, we would, we would just. <laughs> yeah, you're not that cool. <laughs> no, I'm not that cool. We would, we would just jump in the car, and you know, we would go, and um, you know, a lot of cool memories. She got, she got dropped by a uh, some 17 year old kid that's about your size, close fist to the face. Oh shit! He was uh, trying to start the lawnmower at a Christian metal band. Which band? A band called Endwell. I never heard of him. It's it was it was my introduction to I guess. Not heavier music, but just are oh, they like in the
1: vein of like skillet Christian? Type, no. sure, or well, heavier? I don't
0: know. They, they had some cleans, but I mean, it was it was just Christian, you know, back like Under Oath and oh, and, it was back
1: it was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this okay. was this was shit two thousand. So 80. like living sacrifice metal or like yeah. is there more metal metal. Yeah, okay. but just I mean, with Christian. You know, but the yeah.
0: venue, I mean, I'm not kidding you, was about the size of this. This entire Those are the best shows this is the best show. Yeah. Trash can went flying. My wife was like videotaping and this kid just come behind us and dropped her. And I was like, what the fuck? I got yoked up by the security guard. He's like, no, nah, that dude's 17. You're going to catch a charge. And yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. But, um, but yeah, just traveling around. But the rule is, you know, I guess there's no really rule. I just have to like, Hey, I'm taking Parker to the show. So the heaviest show that she's been to is rain.
3: Oh, okay. Um, yeah. with yeah, Skyler yeah. and Mike yeah. J and all yeah. that.
0: Like, you know, and, and, those dudes are pretty heavy. Yeah. She loves, she, she, and, you know, Alex, Skylar's wife, you know, they got the bunnies. Well, I think, I don't think they, they still have bunny, but she go over there, you know, we've been over to the house and, you know, we connect. And so she's always like, is Skylar playing this <laughs> week? I'm like, no, sweetie. You know, they, he's out, you know, like yeah. co-wessel or whatever yeah, yeah. he's doing. And, but yeah, it, it, I think that it's great that you were, that you, that you brought your daughter there so she could, even at eight years old, that's, I think that's when you really start forming those core memories and i yes i had like this moment of clarity uh sometime last year i had kind of yelled at my daughter about something and then i like went outside to just like like oh fuck man why did i do that yeah and then i went back inside and just leveled with her and i was like hey you know what i'm terribly sorry you when you're when you're when you're that young the memories that stand out are tip, for me are typically like the bad ones yeah i got my yeah, good yeah. ones but the bad ones like are they got a bigger crack Exactly. Yeah. So, and I just told her straight to her face. I was like, you know what? My job as your dad is to make sure that when you're my age, the memories that you form and talk about are the good ones. Yep. So that's what I'm going to start doing from here on out. And going so, to shows, dad. even, even, even the rowdy ones oh, yeah. are, I think the best, just give them some earplugs and well, uh, just them
1: being included is the thing. Right? I think that yeah. I think that's the main thing. I think I don't think my daughter likes half the music I like. She gets some of it. She digs some of it probably, but oh, yeah. but I think it's just the the point of being around me and being, you know, and like knowing cool she gets to hang out with dad. You know what I'm, I mean? Dude, and I'm, I'm fine with that.
0: I'm not going to say I'm pretty proud of myself uh <laughs> introducing my kid to some some uh some music. And the other day there's this uh one of her I guess go-to bands is a band called Siamese. They're from the Netherlands or somewhere in that area. And she's like, dad, dad, put on, put on Siamese. Are you, are you serious? You want me to put on Siamese for you? She's like, yeah, yeah. Play Unholy. I'm like, Oh, and, all right. Track specific. Let's go. And a little tear. Yeah. Enjoy, you know, and, down. And, and even, and even, you know, my, you know, former still my best friend Crow, you know, no. uh, he was in the Ansible and mm-hmm. uh, he, I, I forget, I think it's the first song off. I can't remember which EP it is binary dreams. Uh, not that one, but either way, she'd be like, play number one Crow Man song because she knew that Crow had a, had a solo yeah. in there, you know? She'd be like, play it, you know? So I really think that it's great regardless of, the, you know, I mean, yeah, there is some music that you don't want to take your kids to, obviously. There's shows that are just like, okay, it's not quite an eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds vibe. But, uh, but anyway, enough about my kids and my shit. This is, <laughs>
1: no, this is this, this is about
0: you too, man. Yeah, but, You're part uh, of it. But yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm really happy that we were, we were able to get together and <clears throat> excuse me, just kind of let you, you know, I'm glad to be in the room and, and, and give you guys the time and space to, to relive these memories and share them yeah, with thank everybody. You. Um, any final shout outs, closing statements? I'm sure we'll do one of these yeah. again. I yeah, mean, maybe after the, after
1: the Houston one and yeah. do like a, what is, how do you feel now about it? Yeah. Are you really <laughs> as proud as you
2: thought you were going to be? Do you
0: think that you made it? Aren't (laughs) you?
2: I think if anything, you know, April 27th, April 27th, go to Houston,
1: be at Houston. There's might be the last time. Yeah. It could be the last time for you to check us out live, but also the the bands that we're playing with are, are, um, it's going to be a a a weekend. Yeah. Saturday. It's a Saturday. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be all of us again up there. So I'm, I'm excited just because I get to hang out my friends again. And you know, when you get older, that's, you know, we don't get this few and far between When you get to hang out with your friends and then get to do some really fun stuff together, so
0: and Houston's, I I feel like Houston has a really really good like hardcore, yeah. Like
1: and we did and Thumbscrew always had a good good turnout there. We always did really well there, and I mean Houston's so huge. I mean Jesus. It's, it's, you know, so there's, there's bound to be, I mean. Billions of people.
3: And, <laughs> I mean. And just walking am by. Like, can we
1: just get yeah. 50 people in here? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: So,
2: definitely but, some of our best shows were like yes, in Houston. And I think it's going
1: to be a really fun time where, like I said, the, the lineup is stacked. It's, they're Fucking all killers. it sell itself. Yeah. 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 So um, we're just one of the, hopefully we're good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. No shit. We will be. No, no lie. We will be. We yeah. Will be. Obviously. But it's going to be a good time. Um, uh, Obviously. Thanks to the dudes. Drew, Derek, Nate, Poopy, Daniel here sitting next to me, all my friends and family. That's right.
0: What about you, Daniel?
2: Better thank you. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, just everybody. I mean, I I'm so grateful, thankful, and um, you know, there's there's been a lot of people who's been super important to me, and so I don't want to. Say a whole lot of names and leave a whole lot of names out, too. So I think uh, everybody knows what they mean to me, if you know me. And um, like I said, let's do it. April 27th, Houston, KD Bar. Yep, Giddy up.
0: We're just going to leave it there.
2: Sir.